and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode... 200 <laughs> of There's No Flight Psych Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, and today we're going over SGA season two, season two, <laughs> episode four. Yeah. Do it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is appropriate because it's two. There's for two 200. Of us for 200. And there's two of us. And it's just awesome. AKA, come back to me. AKA, uh, I don't have our episode yet. 200. I, I like. I don't have an episode specific. There's too many good things. There's so many things. We will come across one, and this time I'm going to be smart enough to write it down so we don't forget it. Good job. Well, um, yeah. We we we're just going to get all up into this Epa podcast. Epa podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's epic. So we're going to warn you guys, uh, this is our 200th episode. We 200. have a bottle of champagne on the desk with us. Yeah, literally. Yeah. And, and Grace just finished finals. So it's yeah. going down. It's it's uh, call the police. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but that's my new one. <laughs> I think it may. Be, I want to say maybe binge mode did said that at some point. It wouldn't surprise me. I've but, been watching a lot of binge mode recently. Yeah. Um. By the way, listen to binge mode because I just love them. Well, first of all, also they do. They're doing a fantastic Star Wars run right now. Yeah. They they they. they do, I did just start the Star Wars one. I just like the way they 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 read things. They um, read it's things just fun. Um. But I I did that to someone. And at there work. are. I, to be fair, there also are level of like inappropriate oh yeah they may be worse than we are you know yeah probably <laughs> like they get real creative with it they get real creative anyway i, mean, I think in, in the- call the police is my new exclamation of like i don't understand what's happening <laughs> <laughs> um so pop culture things i will just start because we mentioned binge mode and star wars mandalorian yes. is fucking awesome oh, i haven't watched this week's yet i this week's maybe this one week's of the hottest best, club is mandalorian it, is, <laughs> it might be one of the best episodes of mandalorian there's a lot of the budget went to this episode nice it's real fucking good a lot of uh, to yo be, baby because i don't know when this is gonna air i will preface it should be episode six it's oh. called the prisoner yes yeah um, episode six to be fair, you, of Mandalorian. If I say this week is the best episode of Mandalorian, it's it could count all as the every week. single week. Every single week of Mandalorian is pretty great. Also, we are within one week of watching The Rise that's, of Skywalker. That's right. Um, I may lose my shit a little bit. It's going to be exciting. We are watching it Thursday night in this household. Yes. Um, should we share with people that it's going to be a little while until they hear a regular episode again? Yeah, so we're plotting. Yes. Um, we have a couple of very special things that are coming for you for the next couple weeks. Yes. Um, we're one- taking a bit of a holiday hiatus from the SG's. Yeah-ish. We have one thing that always happens. We're going to do a holiday special. Yeah, thank you for words. Yeah. We're doing a holiday special that will come to you instead of 
on like the Tuesday cast. will come to you just on Christmas. Yeah. And then we also have, because of course, um, our Star Wars episode. Yes, the Too Scary Didn't Watch version of... <laughs> did, I don't know if you've actually shared what we're doing for that yet. Oh, no, I thought I did it live on the pod. I but don't remember. Not, um, because my brain doesn't work. So I think I've shared recently that I've been watching this this pod. I've been I've been watching a podcast. I've been listening. I mean, to, to a be podcast. fair, our patrons watch our podcast. <laughs> That's fair. So. I've been listening to uh, Too Scary Didn't Watch, which I enjoy uh, because it's it's two people who've never seen a scary movie uh-huh. uh, because they're too scared, and so a third person tells them this movie, uh, usually with a guest. So I feel it's, like usually I've been two on this podcast almost. So. Um, we cannot get domestic partner boyfriend nope. Jesse to watch the new Star Wars. He's like, I refuse. Yep. I don't want to do it. If I hate it, it's going to ruin everything yep. my entire childhood. So he is too scary. He didn't watch it. <laughs> Our scary person. He's scared. He is not brave. So we are going to be the braves for him. And I mean, I don't know if I'm considering myself brave. I'm like biting at the teeth to yeah. watch Star Wars. It's guaranteed um, I'm going to love it. That's fair. Um, so we're going to watch it and then we're going to tell it to him live on the pod. And I still think we need to think of one specific thing that we are going to bullshit about. Yes. In the film. I think it'll happen. And see if he calls an insight check If we've us. learned nothing about ourselves <laughs> is that we'll do better on the fly. I know. So as long as we know that we're uh-huh. doing it when the opportunity arises. Well, I still think there might be a thing like as we're watching, we're like, oh no, that's the thing. But we're yes. not going to plan how we're going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. But so that's that's coming up too after the holiday special, if you will. Sometime, sometime after or immediately after. I don't remember after. the exact schedule. I'll be honest. So holiday special <laughs> and then TBA. <laughs> after that, we will, will work get, something out. We, you will get podcasts. That there something will come out every week. Yes. Just on Christmas, keep an eye for it on Wednesday instead of Tuesday. Yes, but you will get something every week. Yeah. I just off the top of my head can't remember what our schedule looked like because we, I am only a quasi-professional podcaster. <laughs> We're not, I don't even know that I'm professional. I'm amateur. <laughs> like, like, uh, hey, like, listen, what's, what's this is word? our 200th goddamn episode. Well, it's like, we're not novice. No. Isn't amateur just above novice? Well, no, no, no. I'm, that's why I'm saying quasi-professional. Okay, okay. We're episode fucking 200, bitch. Sure, sure, sure. Episode 100. We survived 100 episodes, then we are an amateur. Okay. Episode 200... We're now quasi-professional. How many hours is this? Have we met Malcolm Gladwell's owl? 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 I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway. We'll I don't want to know how many hours we've been doing this. So many. 70 million. We average like, what, three to four hours when we sit together? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This is amazing. Okay, so the So other... exciting conversation to have, too. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. I'm only a little bit sorry. This okay. is what people come to expect from this. Um, so the other pop culture thing that I, I... It is not, like, sci-fi related. I don't care. It is a thing that I've been waiting for that I just showed Grace two times in a row. Yes. The first full trailer is out for In the Heights. It was pretty good. Um, I'm, I've never seen it. I've only heard it sometimes in your car, like yeah. some parts of it. You, even, you haven't heard it like all the way through. The, yeah. The, 
the thing is, even when I hear it, it's with the commentary track on yes. because I have a Nixie in the uh, car. I, yeah, I can't. So, so there's no actually hearing no. it. Yeah, which and is I'm fun. Really bad at that. Um, <laughs> I no. mean, I chose to sit in the car with the audio commentary. <laughs> They're like, did. "Do you want to drive alone and listen without <laughs> audio commentary?" And it's like, "No, no, no. I want the audio commentary." Would you like to sit in the car with the person singing it just slightly off key? <laughs> well, see, I I like to think about like the random pieces of trivia that yeah. come with it. Oh, that too. Those, those are fun, too. That, too. Something dinged at me. We're gonna ignore it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm muting That's that. That's okay. It's actually uh, <laughs> bartender Nick texting me that he butt-dialed me. <laughs> False alarm. <laughs> Alarmed falsed. Um, so, no, In the Heights, I saw it twice on Broadway. Um, once when it first came out, I was one of the most, like, raw and visceral emotional reactions I've had in the theater was seeing it for the yeah. first time. It is how I fell in love with Lin-Manuel Miranda. I was going to say, Lin will do that to you. Oh my god. And I, well, the thing is, this was his first, like, big show. Yeah. Like, I didn't know who he was yeah. going into it, and I was like, I love you. You're Going out of it. He's kind of awesome. And I got a hug from him that night, so... I, I want, um... I know that they run, or ran in similar circles... Um, but I want him and Sam Regal to do something together. Yes. Anything. Listen, he has, Sam has mentioned, like, in passing, and I think in joking, to be like, oh, we'll get him on Critical Role. And well, I and went, I know they're doing DuckTales together, because I think are. Sam directs it. Sam directs some DuckTales. Um, and, uh... I just, Listen, I just want to see those two energies collide. If they ever, I think some sort of black hole would form, and I would dive directly into it's the black like, hole. It's like I think it would just be chaos. Yeah, but see, so Sam is just chaos, uh-huh. whereas I think Lynn has some sort of alignment to his chaos. He has like a productive chaos. So just to see what happens when you. Like <laughs> en- en- enable that fireball. Yeah. With a second fireball. Like, I would also here's like. The thing. I, here's what I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if if Sam could be a bad enough influence on Lynn <laughs> to see Lynn Manuel Miranda go slightly chaos muppet. That I could see that. I also just impure. If he was ever on the show, you know, campaign two doesn't have a bard. And oh, <laughs> that would be funny. Could you? I, I know there's many other ways, great characters you can be. However, I feel like I need to at first see Lin Manuel play a bard. Oh, oh, you mean like actual D and D? Yeah, no, I just want it, them to do anything. Oh uh, no, I, I, I'm saying anything. I'm just saying campaign two doesn't have a bard. That's fair. He doesn't have a bard. And I feel like they need a bard. Yeah. Well, I feel like Jester does a decent job of... But yeah. Yes, yes, however. I don't have an official job, a bard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know if uh, everyone's caught up this week, but I've never loved Laura Bailey more in my life. She... Than the fact that she's like, fuck these awards. Yeah. I want to go play d It was the most friends. metal thing she could have ever done. It, it, to me, it was just sweet, which is funny because yeah. I guess it is metal. And to me, it was just like, absolutely, I am on board. I would do what you did. Yeah. She... She's yeah. like, I went to the bathroom and just kind of came here And then instead. just fucking said, I, I love my friends more than these awards. I want to go play games with my friends. Yeah. Uh, she's amazing, and I love her. Me too. <laughs> and uh, boyfriend Jesse is only, uh, domestic partner boyfriend Jesse's only slightly threatened. But I'm like, I love her. This doesn't mean she loves me. <laughs> she doesn't know who I am. I just think she's awesome. 
I was trying to think of any. I think that's all the major pop culture, unless I've blatantly forgotten something huge. Probably, but we'll come back to it. I'm going to keep drinking. Yeah, there's a couple other trailers that came out that were really good, too. Um, In the two weeks since we recorded. Bond came out. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out. There was one more. Strange Ghost Things came out. Oh, Ghostbusters came out. Yeah, I'm calling it Strange Ghost Things. Oh, see, I disagree with that, but we will get into that later. It's a little, it has a Stranger Things vibe to it. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. (laughs) And people are saying that because we like to categorize. It doesn't feel like Stranger Things at all. Um, And uh, the only thing in common is the kid from the show. Yeah. I will say Wonder Woman felt more like Stranger Things. Yeah, I just don't see the vibe. To me, it's very much a legacy. Also, it is it doesn't a legacy. take place in the 80s. It was. And, and, me, <laughs> saying, and me saying Stranger Ghost things yeah. is mostly just a joke. Cause no, it is. And then a lot of people are saying it. Frame. I think it just, yeah. I think it just uh, it hit something for me. But to me, it seems really appropriate um, that they skip that generation. That they skip a generation. That yeah, these no, are the I, kind of things. I agree. Like, I think that was incredibly smart. Um, and you know what it is, is I think it was an incredibly smart move to not make it about people our age. Yeah. Um, because it just doesn't work this as well. Because the movies something beautiful essentially about like it. are sort of made for that age. Yeah. Um, and I, I just more of, I knew nothing again, yeah. like many trailers I've been going into recently, knew nothing about it. And so yeah. I was just like slightly caught off guard, not in a bad way, but sure. like, very caught off guard on the storyline. Here's, here's why it bugs me that people say it's Stranger Things. It's like, why didn't they say Goonies? Why didn't they say Stand By Me? Why didn't they say because any of the, the other one. things? See what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it, it's not Stranger Things because even Stranger Things isn't Stranger Things. Yeah. So there's there's a definitely a a a type of movie that yeah. it is, uh, but it's it's not the Stranger Things movie. I mean, Wonder Woman's yeah. the one that had a whole part of the trailer taking place in, I think, the exact same all of Right, yeah. That's <laughs> the one where there's actual crossover. <laughs> Which, by the way, Wonder Woman trailer. Yeah, wowza. That outfit. That gold outfit. She's kind of amazing. Damn. Yeah. There was another trailer. Wasn't there another one? There was like 7,000. There was, besides... Bond, which looks amazing. There was one other one. I can't I remember what it was. The only thing else that I want to share is that I am a criminal because I have yet to see the Mr. Rogers movie and I hate myself I haven't for either. It. I feel terrible. I haven't either. We need to remedy that. I'm going to drown my sorrows in champagne. Okay. All right. Let's get the show on the pour myself more champagne. Let's do it. Oh, I kind of hope you can sort of hear that. Can you hear the fizzies? Here. I'm going to pour mine while in front of the mic. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. That would be weird. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Alrighty. We're getting to the episode. We're here to talk about Stargate. Once upon a time, about there was a show called Stargate. For 200. And by the way... When we say 200 episodes, we've actually recorded way more than 200 episodes. This is just the actual show episodes. These are just the actual, like, <laughs> numbers. So we're actually past 200 because we haven't never numbered the So we're at guests. 200 Stargate-specific episodes. Yeah, we're at 200 and... Remember. Yeah. Alrighty, this episode first aired on August 5th, 2005! Woo! Written by Mr. Martin Garrow. Directed by Mr. Peter Delwies. Hmm. And the main guest star that you guys... Will know from here or recognize, um, because you've probably seen her in many other things before, is Jamie Ray Newman. That is, um, Cadman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she is a fellow Michigan girl. Nice. What, what? From Farmington Hills. And she's been, again, 
very long list of shit she's been in. Including, but not limited to, General Hospital, Veronica Mars, Eastwick, Eureka, The Punisher. Um, And this year, I remember watching the Academy Awards and doing a double take. Oh. Because her and her husband won the Academy Award for Best Live Action Short. Oh, really? Yeah, for a film called Skin. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, the pieces are all coming together. It's like (laughs) Memento. I'm Guy Pierce now. (laughs) That's cool. Uh, And reading her Wikipedia, she accomplished more by the age of 20 than I have now. Wow. She's one of those. No, like... I'm a slacker. It's taken me a long time to catch up to the things. But that she I also went to do. Interlochen, which is fun because I always I wanted to go to Interlochen, but I never got. What's to go Interlochen? There. It's like a super a lot of a lot of graduates from Interlochen you've heard of. It is a it's a summer arts camp in Michigan. Okay. That were like got it. really talented. So it's like art do. schools, like with those art schools that kids yeah. go to and has got it. Yeah. But no. it's like a summer camp. Like it's a, they just put on productions and right on. be cool. That sounds like fun. I think I always wanted to go to camp, and then I, f- I went one summer to two camps. Mm-hmm. They were all- <laughs> this is funny to think about now. They were leadership camps. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is interesting considering <laughs> my career path as of right now. Um, and then I, we went to them, and I was like, never mind, I don't like being outside. <laughs> like, I liked all the things we were learning, but the other stuff, I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I wanted to go to, uh, duh, space camp. Oh, that Never got sense. to go. We did go to, um, I don't even remember exactly what they were on the reason we were going there, because I was a little too young to fully understand the why. I think it was some sort of retreat with my dad's company or something like this. But the part I remember is it was very camp-like, and they had, like, they just took the kids for the full day. Nice. And we do arts and crafts and everything like that. Yeah. Like Um, a day camp type of situation. And then I do remember, I think once, maybe twice... It was in the time of the year in Minnesota where there was snow. Okay. So somehow not summer, although maybe it could have been late summer. <laughs> it is Minnesota. Um, but we would go. It was actually like a Bible camp or something. Ew. But I would skip all the glasses sure, and sure, sure, just sure. hide out in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we start on a new planet in the woods. A new planet. Into the woods, it's time to go, don't be your fr- Okay, so smoke is rising in the distance. This place has been recently called. There are no survivors to find. The team is split up, John, Taylor, and McKay, all with different groups. And John calls the search off. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's going to make their way back to the gate. And McKay is with Carson and Lieutenant Cadman, Lieutenant Laura Cadman. This is the first time we meet her, right? Yeah, it is. Met her it is. Uh, she's a Marine, and she is one of the newbies who recently joined Atlantis on the Daedalus. They just came back at the end of the season. It's the start of the season. So Cadman suggests picking some wildflowers for McKay's date with Katie Brown. Aw, that's a sweet name. Yeah, Katie Brown. Uh, And, I mean, she's a botanist. She never gets to go off world. Get her some fancy flowers. I love that they happen to be in a field of... Like, did you think it took work to find that field specifically? They're like, we need one with a bunch of random flowers in it. They're all photoshopped in. Yeah. (laughs) And, like uh, and 
which prompts Carson to tease McKay about yeah. having a date, and McKay tries to play it off. And apparently there's also a girls' poker night, which I totally want to be in on. I, that would be fun. All the gossip happens at oh, girls' yeah. poker night. Yeah, all the, that's where you get all your information. All yeah. your good information happens at poker night. Yeah. Uh, so the teasing is interrupted by Kevin. Do you think Weir's invited to poker night? You know what? I here's here's how I see the the weird poker night thing happening. I think it's very much like the poker night that was on Next Generation on the Enterprise, where Weir was frequently invited. They would frequently invite Picard, but he okay. would always not go. Yeah. Until the final episode, and that was a big thing. Oh. Spoilers. Picard joins them on poker night. Nice. I so. feel like I feel like she would go every now and then. Yeah. Mostly to gather information. <laughs> She's like, you know, I haven't checked in in a while. What's going on here? Let me go do the poker night with the girls. I would also like to think that this poker night was happening and Cadman's just a recent addition to it. That's fair. It's possible. I also think Taylor's really good at poker. Oh, Taylor, like, she caught on quickly. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, I know this game. Got it. Lie to people. <laughs> I know this game. It's called The Deceivers. <laughs> or so, some other name like that. The teasing is interrupted by Cadman calling them to halt because there's a buzzing sound getting closer. <laughs> yeah. And surprise, surprise, it's a dart. Yeah. And she calls it in and they start running. Yep. So the other concern is that they just recently faked blowing up Atlantis. Yeah. They can't be caught. They can't be caught. If you notice, none of them are wearing their patches on their uniforms yep. anymore. Yeah. So Yike. Yeah. They're gonna have to destroy the dart. Uh-huh. Cadman yells at them to scatter and pushes just pushes Carson to the ground. Which is a tough. Like here's the thing. I think she was trying to push him to run away. I do too. And Carson's Carson. Carson Carson. <laughs> he Carson and just and was like, I fell. <laughs> um and Buddy. Although I probably would end up in the same place. <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, what the hell's happening? And McKay and Cadman are both beamed up into the dart. Shit. So the gate is dialed, probably by that dart, and mm-hmm. John stands directly in front of it. Yeah. You have to come through me, bro. Literally, yeah. And everyone, like, Taylor and her team open fire from the tree line. Lauren fires a rocket at it, but it misses and hits a tree, and you can see, like, the fuck in his yes. face. Yeah, he's pissed. Carson runs up telling him to be careful because the other two have been beamed yeah. up into that dart. Oh, poor Carson. They see the dart again. I don't again. like Carson off planet because he's so, he's <laughs> he's too, so squishy. He's so tender and kind and like, I don't want anything to kill that in him. Here is what, here's what I think. Again, I always Protect back. Carson. Here, I always revert back to Dean Dean mm-hmm. because it's how I see life at this point, which mm-hmm. is both positive and maybe not. He is someone who everyone thinks he's squishy. Yeah. Everyone thinks he keeps rolling fairly low when he levels up. He secretly, I think, has a fairly high constitution and hit. It's but no more, one wants to test it. It's more emotionally squishy. Yeah. And okay. I, I don't want him to be hardened by yeah, I get that. the world. I get that. Um, we'll get to it in the next scene. But okay. I just, yeah. Um... But yeah, everyone opens fire. The ship veers off course from the gate, heading for Carson, who starts running. But yeah. again, run perpendicular. Yeah. Zigzag. Don't uh, run something. parallel. I don't know. Yeah, anything. Don't run a direction the ship is going in. It's got to be so counter your instincts. Because your instincts are telling you go fast. Yes. And fast just means go. Yeah. Whereas if you start zigzagging... It's going to slow you well, down. Well, the thing is, the ship is smoking and clearly going down by yeah. the time it gets over him. Just run to the tree line that's next to you. I once got hit by a kite. 
that fell. <laughs> it was a big kite. And my friend was flying it. Mind you, we'd had a little bit of wine. Okay. Uh, but it was like one of those two-handed kites, and we were with some friends, and they're like, do you want to try it? And she's like, yeah, I want to try it. And I was like, I'm going to get away from it. And somehow she landed it at me. <laughs> um, so here's where time. I also admit that Nick and his family are big on kites. Mm-hmm. I've told you this before. Mm-hmm. They're kite love. Yeah. Uh, Nick has one of those two-handed kites. Uh-huh. And has, at times, veered it towards people. Yeah, what I'm saying is, it's hard to run away from a thing when you're not quite sure which way it's going to fucking go. It's just instinct, yeah. And also, though, I'm never going kite flying with Nick. Because I hate games like that. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't always do it. Like, this was him messing with me once. <laughs> he tends to try to keep it in the air. Yeah, okay. You can fly my space shuttle kite. I will, I will hurt him. Physically. You can, I have. Or maybe emotionally. I, went, I might do a better job that I went way. to the kite store and <laughs> shocker upon shocker, I found a kite that's shaped like a space shuttle. Of course. That even has a spinner off the back that's red. So it looks like the, the engine. I love that. I want a kite that looks like Stormy. They, I've seen them. Okay. I've seen them. Okay. They exist. Yes. Anyways, Carson. Uh, or Carson, like a Mola Mola. What? It's fish. What? It's a sunfish. Uh, you're speaking words. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Bye. Carson dives to avoid the dart, <laughs> and when we come to him, he is covered in dirt. Yeah. And he gets up and stares at the crash ship in front of him that our friends has beamed up on. And credits. And new credits, if you notice. Yes, I did. I was watching on Amazon, and it's like, skip credits, and I was like, never. How dare you? Go away. Watch all the credits. But then Drakey was like, what are you watching, Mama? Can I sit on your face? Can so I, I only saw part of them. Okay. Well, um, the big things is that not only is Ronan okay. and Jason Momoa yeah, now in, in the, the credits, in the credits, but Paul McGillian's in the credits. Oh, I did catch that. Carson is now I a did full... catch that. Member of... Paul is now a full, like, credited cast member. Yay! All the Carson in the world, guys. Yeah, I do my notes uh, sitting in bed watching the TV, and if it's early in the morning, like it was today, uh, the boys are like, oh, what are you doing? Can I sit on you? Uh-huh. And they fight over who's going to sit closest to the mommy. Yeah. Until eventually there's these two dogs on my chest. See, and... and it's fun times. And Miss Kaylee Thor is the opposite. Oh. I come down here, and the we have a, one of those L-shaped couches, and I sit in the corner. Uh-huh. Because that's the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And uh, I, I do all my it's notes the there. It's a bus spot. It's where you can see Exactly. Yeah. I do. And plus I have a shelf specifically for my knitting. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. So I sit in the corner. And Kaylee will start, like, laying next to me. Mm-hmm. And then she'll move to the other side of the couch. Yeah. And then at some point she'll move to sit on the stairs. And then she'll just be like, bye. And then she'll be like, I'm fucking going <laughs> to sleep go. on the stairs. I'll see you in six hours. Yeah. Drakey does that at night. He is very solid on his bedtime. Yeah. If we don't go to bed, he's like, fine, I'm going to sit on your bed. Oh, Kaylee has like glared at us from the <laughs> stairs when it's 10 o'clock. And she's like, it is time. Yeah. So we come back from credits and Carson has his weapon up. Yeah. As the darts cockpit he's opens. He's so brave. But the wraith in there is clearly hurt, mm-hmm. and Carson is a doctor. Again, again, I don't want him to ever lose this, but also, this is what will get him killed. This is what will get him killed. Um, and the wraith reaches for something, and John comes up from behind Carson and kills the wraith. 
Because he assumes he's reaching for the self-destruct. Right, which he probably is. But what if he's not? Yeah. Here's part of the thing where I worry with Carson. I think I think like him. (laughs) More than once in my life, I've been told I'm a little bit naive when it comes to people. Here's my problem is I would like to think that I don't think like Carson. Mm -hmm. I super think like Carson. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're fucked. It's fine. I mean, the weird panel white van said they have puppies inside of it. I've just somehow always been protected by the universe, I guess. I'm too, like, silver lining optimistic. Uh, see, for me, it's not even optimist. I'm just like, if I genuinely can find the goodness in every person and domestic partner boyfriend just would be like, some people just don't have it. Yeah. They don't have it available. And I'm like, everyone has it. He goes, not everyone's got it available. I'm like, Listen, Don't if care. fucking Darth Vader had good inside of him. There's something, but there, he's right. I, here's the thing, too. <laughs> I listen to enough, like, murder porn <laughs> and true I crime I do too. to fucking know better. I do, too, and yet I'm still going, if Darth Peter could have good in his heart. I'm still convinced that this is... Whoa, hot take. Just everybody. I'm still convinced that if Donald Trump had had a better upbringing, he would not be in the position we're in now. I'm not against that. I'm not against it. Hot take. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. I'm not against it. uh, I've, I've tried too hard to live my life going, what would the Jedi do? Yeah. And therefore... I, I spend so much time trying to understand everyone's perspective and understand why they come from where they come from. And so I see where Carson's at. He's like, oh, this man is hurt. Yes. This, this person is hurt and they're scared. And if I can provide any comfort, because that's what I do, then that's what I'm going to do. Because above and John's anything like, else. No time. <laughs> yeah, Kill it. Exactly. Because above everything else, Carson is a doctor. Yeah. But people like Carson and you and I need people like a domestic <laughs> partner boyfriend, Jesse. <laughs> and John Shepard. And, and John Shepard. And, and, you know, to some degree, um, bartender Nick, who yeah. are going to be like, No, we're going to kill it now. <laughs> We're going to kill it now. This is why in the zombie apocalypse, I'm going to be making all the clothes. I'm going to be the homemaker. That's why I'm the healer. Exactly. I'm the fucking healer. <laughs> Everywhere we go. That is my job. I tr- your... And I try to be utilitarian in my spell yeah. usage. What is my purpose? To heal. <laughs> to heal you. What do cleric do? Yeah. What cleric do? All right. Carson tells us right here what cleric <laughs> do. Ranting. We're never going to get through this episode. Okay. Okay. 200 bitches? Okay, so... <laughs> 200 minutes long. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. So needless to say, we have two people stuck inside this dirt, and they need Zelenka to help get them out. And he's here in a short time later. Um, although he's a little jumpy. Sure. A sure. bunch of other people here as well, but... Zelenka's never been off-world before. No, he's like, I don't like any of this at <laughs> I all. am not an outdoor kid. Nope, nope, nope. Um, nope, yeah. In fact, in his mind, McKay's probably very brave. Well, here's the thing to think about. This is the first time Zelenka... He may have gone to the mainland. Mm-hmm. This is the first time he's been, like, on solid land. Because essentially, remember, Atlantis is a floating That's city. That's true. He doesn't have his... his He's had land the opposite? Yeah, I was going to say, what's the opposite of sea legs? Because I don't know words anymore. <laughs> I don't know if land legs is it, but it makes sense. It works. He's a little jumpy when something sparks. Mm-hmm. And John's like, bro. It's going to be okay. Chill the fuck I'm out. here. Remember, you have me now. So Zelenka did find the interface that controls the beam. But it's not as simple as just commanding them to rematerialize. 
They see two life signs, but there's only enough power to bring one back right now. Mm-hmm. And Zelenka doesn't want to choose. Right. So he's putting it in on John. Yeah, you do this. And John's like, that's easy. Just bring McKay back. I'll figure out how to bring Catherine <laughs> back. And he's like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I didn't quite explain. No, no, this Sophie's choice is a little yeah. more random than that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't put know. Put your hand in the bag and grab one. <laughs> they don't know which is which. There's just two life signs. So he's like, cool, just put the left one. <laughs> um, and because it's the one closest to him. Here's what you do in those moments. You roll dice. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> duh. Yeah, that's how I make life decisions half the time yep. at this point. Yeah. Um, but needless to say, it is McKay that they pick. Mm-hmm. And he quickly collapses unconscious. To quote myself, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm drunk. So <laughs> in the infirmary, <laughs> uh, McKay is getting scanned this way and that. And Carson's briefing where he's stable. It's essentially like he's been hit by a wraith stunner at this point. And once that war is out, they're going to have the old McKay back, like it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cadman is still stuck in the wraith dart. Mm. Carson didn't know her well, but she was quite lovely. <laughs> like how we just given up. <laughs> uh, she saved his life, he laments. Aww. Back is... I really am looking forward, fast forward a little to the end. Yeah. I'm looking forward to what happens between them. <laughs> because adorable. <laughs> adorable. You have an alpha female and a beta male. Who all he wants to do is give. Yes. Yeah. All he wants to do is give yeah, anything yeah. to yeah. make other people happy. And she just absolutely, you know what it feels like? It feels like Cory and Topanga. It does feel like Cory and Topanga. Anyway, that's all. <laughs> so back in some giant lab hangar thing on Atlantis, which fun fact is actually just the gate room redressed. <laughs> of course, uh, they have the wreckage of the dart. Apparently, I'm gonna in... start saying that about my house. I was like, it's not small; it's just redressed. Yeah, like, this is just the living room redressed. Exactly. It's now the the dungeon lair. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the the German scientist here, she's pulling out the the like materializer thing. Yes. Yeah. She uh, and actually in German, she's talking about how this reminds her of her nephew's birth it yeah i love that they make that joke because here's the thing my immediate i love that they keep it light because my instinct is to go real deep with it and it's like so now we have this concept of souls and our physical bodies and we're just storing it in a thing like it's like how is that even possible and when we learn more it's like how is this it's a deep deep like I don't think I'm stoned enough to have this conversation type of conversation. Well, I also just love the fact that she, it's like with Zelenka. She just says it in German and no one fucking translates it. Yeah, the they're like, this is fine. Yeah, this is just what it is. Yeah. Well, and it brings me back when you're talking about the storage of a consciousness and storage of mine. I One of my like last classes I took in college uh-huh. was a class called the Physics and Science Fiction. Yes, yeah. And a lot of it has passed over my brain because it was like the first time he taught the choruses, so it wasn't necessarily the best laid out. Sure. But one of the things that have stuck with me, and I think I've mentioned it before on this podcast, was the concept that how much computer space it would take to store someone. Right. In a buffer like this. Whoa. To store one person. Uh-huh. And this is not even calculating in, like, consciousness. Yeah. But to store one person to have all of the atoms... Because one atom has how many details and how many particles that goes into it. And and the position of electrons and all this kind of stuff. You would need more space, more computer space than it would take to record every single piece of written human history. That's insane. Yeah. That is insane. 
and beautiful yeah all at once we're pretty good databases uh-huh when we use ourselves properly <laughs> unless you're taking a final like me and then you're like i don't know anything I, there was one question i answered where i legitimately wrote and it was an eight point question too yeah. for a hundred point test and i said i did not get to this reading <laughs> I deserve a zero, but as a servant leader, I'm going to share with you and admit my faults in the hopes hopes that I might get one or two points for having some integrity, but I was like, I deserve zero. Uh, There's a couple answers on a couple tests that I legitimately wrote pictures for. (laughs) Nice. Like, I just made little cartoons for them. Like, this is the thing. So, um... Zelenka is updating John about the progress. Mm-hmm. Good news. They have Cadman's life sign stabilized. Good news, everyone. Good news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. <laughs> the machine uses a unique power converter, and the one from the ship is in a lot of pieces. Yikes. They're trying to, Remember like... Remember when you shot it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you broke Cadman. You broke it. Yeah. And so we're trying to reverse engineer one. And as John leaves, Zelenka fires everyone up in check. Yeah. So John grabs... Do you think they've learned anything of what he said? Or do you think now they're just like responding to tone every now and then? Probably just responding to tone. I like it. Maybe like the the one that speaks German or something Mm -hmm. can pick up. Because I feel like those languages are close enough. That's fair. Yeah. don't know if, if they he said something are. in it, I, I don't know if they worked. Well, is it a Germanic language? That's what I'm thinking that they might be. Okay. Because I know if I said something in Italian to you, you'd I would be able to like figure it out. Half yeah. figure it out. I like it. Um, John grabs lunch and finds Ronan in the commissary. Uh huh. And and Ronan has a full plate. Oh yeah, I mean the man probably hasn't eaten real food in a while. And he's eating his Jello with his hands. Mm-hmm. That's how you eat best That's food how you eat all food. Foods. Uh-huh. I mean, I eat my mashed potatoes with my hands. So the other night after my final, I got to come home early. Yeah. Um, earlier than usual uh, because I usually work late evenings. And so I came home and and domestic partner boyfriend Jesse and his friends were playing Dungeons and Dragons. So I made a stromboli. Yeah. And so I cut it and I'm about to pull out forks and they're already like halfway done. Yeah. Because they're like, no, 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 this is hand foods. This is, no, listen, here's the thing. A stromboli, the way that you make those strombolis, that is finger food. Yeah, that's fair. It's why when I make pasties, yeah. which is a northern Michigan thing that I don't know if I've made for you before. I'm going to make it with ham soon. We're going to do it. Ham pasties. Ham pasties. I'm going to make some ham and cheese pasties. This is the traditional pasty. Delicious. That's okay. Okay. But they're hand food. That makes sense. Because they're wrapped in dough. Yeah. That's your wrapper. Calzones. That's your container. They make calzones down here in this weird bastardized, like, giant form. Yeah. Like, calzones should be hand-sized. Hand, hand food. Yeah. They do make these giant... Like, the calzones are the size of a large pizza. But just folded in half. Yeah. That's yeah. not a calzone. Uh, my stromboli is basically, technically, just a... Um, what is it called when you roll up foods and then you cut them? It's just like a, a pinwheel of of. It is. Meats. I mean, sometimes it does look like a giant, like, meat penis. Yeah, it's a meat penis. Yep. Meat penis. Um, And I love how John in this scene... <laughs> Isn't a penis already a meat penis? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to call it a meat and cheese penis because that's gross. That's gross. Yeah, okay. That is yeah. gross. Cheese penis. Um, but John... Cheese in no way. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. This is a really sweet scene where yeah, John basically is. asks Ronan to be his, like, bromance. Yeah, he's like, hey, will you be my friend? Will you be my bro friends? Yeah. 
And uh, Ronan's like super too cool for everything. He's like not sure he fits in here. And John's like, you don't have to decide now. It's okay. You yeah. can decide whenever you want. Do you want to come over and play? It's okay if you don't. But if you do, um, it'd be totally cool for you to come over and play. Also, I'm going to introduce you to my friends, Knife and Fork. Yeah. <laughs> but they're really cool Knife and Forks that like like stick into each other. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're... Sorry. <laughs> they stick into each other. I realized a No, worse. let's let's sit on that. The knife and fork. <laughs> they stick into stick each other. I mean, the spoons are on the corner. There you go. Um, and I do like how Ronan's glass of water is just a pitcher. Yeah. He's a hungry man. He's got a big he's appetite a big dude. to fill. He's a lot of I do calories. like how even somehow when he's using the fork, he manages to shovel yeah. with it. Um, that's my favorite part of the whole thing. So in the infirmary, McKay is badly drooling. Also, who let his head lay like that? Yeah, that's gonna in the hurt. Infirmary? Yeah, that's definitely gonna hurt later. Because that's that's gonna hurt for days. Mm-hmm. Those are always fun. Carson comes to check on him, and this is where the fun of the episode begins. Yeah. <laughs> we also hear Cadman's voice. Yep. McKay can't find her. Um, and Cadman is shocked when Carson says that she's still stuck inside the dart. Um, it's a bit of a common routine as McKay tries to figure out what's going on. Cadman is super confused. Carson's like, did you hit your head on your way down? Yeah, what's happening? Why are you talking like a crazy person? And Cadman gets McKay to put his, like, hands over his eyes. Uh-huh. And Carson's more confused. Like, are you playing peekaboo? Yeah. Imagine standing where Carson is right yeah. now. It's like, so he definitely took a fall. Yeah. Brain injury for sure. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cadman realizes that she can see those hands as if they were her hands mm-hmm. in front of her eyes. And Yikes. also McKay realizes it that um, Cadman's mind, at least, is not trapped in the darts. Yeah. So thank God they are on Atlantis. Imagine if this happened anywhere else. People would be like, so you've lost your mind 100%. and you're grieving the person who's still in the dark. I mean, it could happen at the SGC and they'd buy it. That's too. What it yeah, yeah, that's fair. But it's, it's one of those where it's like, I, I don't know. I think at the SGC even, they might be a little conservative. It's like, are you sure this is what happened? Or are you possibly grieving? Um, I, I feel like it would take Sam and or Daniel to convince them otherwise. I mean, the SGC sees enough weird shit. That's true. I mean, they dealt us on invisible bugs in that episode too, That's remember? That's right. They did have invisible bugs. So Rodney <laughs> is... Bugs. Checking out the lab with mm-hmm. Cadman in his brain, mm-hmm. um, the wreckage of the dart, and over critiquing Zelenka's work because he's, he's stressed and grumpy. Dick. He's being a dick. Zelenka is a patient man. I yeah. am impressed at how well he handles this. Again, I might have punched him. The most interesting man in the world. Uh huh. He's like, this is nothing. Yeah, he's like, I've seen way worse yeah. shit. I've dealt with much bigger assholes mm-hmm. than you. And I think there's a part of Zelenka that, like, deals with McKay's assholeness because McKay is actually that good. I, I think they have an understanding. I think yeah. they're just friends. And I think he knows his friend. Because you can get away with shit to your friends that you cannot get away with to yeah, other people. where it's like, okay, I love you. You're a piece of shit right now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And essentially, Zelenka does that later in this episode, yeah. too. Um, But, you know... Zelenka's like, look, I was running out of time and power and I did something. And McKay's like, yeah, well, you didn't know what you were doing and you just mashed keyboard buttons hoping any for anything. It's like, you're welcome yeah. for being alive. For being standing there so uh-huh. you can berate me. Yeah. Uh, and the whole scene as McKay talks to Cadman, it's looking as if he's talking to no one. Sure. 
And the rest of them... It's like he's got a gold, or if he's got a Tok'ra, and they're just communicating with each other. Yeah, because the rest of them are, like, not 100% sure what to do with this Sure. Yet. What would you do? What do you do with Just this kind guy? of standing there with her head tilted. I think Weir makes the best call on the whole thing. She's like, I'm going to wash my hands of this and send you to the brain yeah. doctor. <laughs> Gotta go, bye. Yeah. Um, and Kirsten reassures, reassures Weir that Rodney is as healthy as ever. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nothing on the MRI. Physically. Physically, he's healthy. <laughs> And Cadman tells McKay that it doesn't feel very healthy in here. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like she's like at the pr- at her prime. That's yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where, where I don't falls asleep eating bags of Cheetos. Yes. Yeah. And now I also think, listen, you can't be around these people doing these things, and I'm sure McKay, for the general population, is actually quite healthy. Oh sure. Just by but the nature not like, of where he is. Yes. But yeah. not like. Cadman, I work out at least a couple hours every single She's day. She's just lean. She's just a specimen of perfection. Yes. Yeah. A physical, like, peak athlete things. And we... Words. And we get one of my favorite lines in all of Atlantis. Prestige worldwide. I am not crazy. I just have another consciousness in my brain. Super normal. That's 100%. not crazy. That's just a thing. Still, along with, and we get right after it, one of my favorite nicknames. It's mean, but it's still one of my favorite nicknames in all of Stargate. Dr. Fumbles McStupid. <laughs> it's really mean. It's so mean, but it's so good. McStupid. I feel like if he had changed the McStupid to something else, it might be sweeter and it'd be less mean. But it's still pretty good. It's really mean. However, yeah. I have used it in daily conversation before. God damn it. Dr. Fumbles this, this is where, if I was Alenga, I'd wish I'd pulled out the other body instead. <laughs> but you couldn't have known. No. Uh, so Zelenka is, I think, to be, we, we talk about Zelenka's patience-ness. Yeah. Patience-ness? Patience-ness. Yeah. His patience. Patience-ness he has. Um, and I think this is the most pissed off we've ever seen him. Yeah. And it's because he's stressed, and I'm sure he feels some guilt when he shouldn't. And also, McKay's being an even bigger douchebag. I think he's angry. No, he's angry. But I'm also saying there's probably, because it's Zelenka, there's a little bit of guilt inside of him that he shouldn't have because he wasn't able to figure it out. Maybe. Maybe. I I would buy that if it it were anyone who's not so self-confident. But Zelenka seems so self-confident that he's like, it's more like, Hey, fuck you. I did absolutely everything I could. I know. 100% but, agree. But uh, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I'm only like, if I was in that situation, uh-huh. be, it's one of those where I know there's something else I could do. There's still yeah. a little bit of guilt that I couldn't, not justified. Yeah. A little bit of guilt that I couldn't figure it out and save both of them. I, Even yeah. though I know I couldn't have. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But he made a mistake. I will be open to the idea. Yeah, yeah, but the mistake saved his life. So they can fix it together or McKay can berate him some more. Or he can eat shit all day. Yeah. All day shit sandwich. Mm-hmm. Um, McKay reassures him that he can do both at the same time. Both help fix the problem and, <laughs> and berate And eat Zelenka. shit sandwiches. Yeah. And eat shit sandwiches. Um, to work, they can't just hook up a generator to the Wraith Dart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'd be a crazy power fluctuations and McKay tries techno babbling all the while Cadman is like, hey, hey, I exist. Hey, I'm a thing. Hey, um, and she's like, I live here. She's just trying to understand. She's actually incredibly technically smart. 
Yeah. If you go into, like, some of the back, what, of, like, barely released stuff, like, she has degrees in science-y shit. Well, the thing is, I don't imagine anyone who's made it this far. Yeah. Is an idiot. No. There's no idiots on this planet. So she's actually just trying to be like, hey, can you explain this one thing to me? Because I'm trying to also help. I'm trying with- to catch up yeah. so I can help. Yeah. But McKay is ignoring her. Which one of us would be tougher to have in your brain, you think? Like, let's say, uh, you know, one of us got stuck in domestic partner boyfriend's Jesse's brain. Like, one of the two of us? Yeah. Who of us would be the more difficult me. human to have in anyone's brain? Do you think so? Me. <laughs> Me. You've seen Jesse and I's debates That's over true. things. That's true. Although, if we were going into bartender Nick's brain, <laughs> he would fucking be like, I'm out. You would be the worst That's in what the I brain. Mean. Yeah. We're both the worst person to have in each other partner's brain. It's we have this great tension of like these and I say this with all complete yeah. love in my heart, with these love hate relationships yeah. with this significant because you know why? Because they're basically us. Because we we, the we, reason our friendship works is because you are very similar to yes. the domestic partner boyfriend Jesse. Yes, and I am very similar yeah. in some ways <laughs> to bartender, bartender Nick. Nick. Yeah, this is why <laughs> we would be the worst person to have in the other person's brain yeah. because it's literally just having another yourself there. Uh huh. Just split. Yeah, uh-huh. that's scary. Yeah, scary times. Yeah, I want to go into Stormy's brain. I don't know if I want to go into Kaylee's brain. Kaylee is full. Just, <laughs> I think she's just trying to figure out how to shank you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Whereas I want to be able to go into Stormy's brain and, like, and be like, bro, this is fine. Yeah. You're fine. Calm it's, down. Yeah. Chill. Um, Here's a chill pill. That's like the one thing I want. It, you know how they say there's that moment where if you could have five seconds to talk to your dog, what would you say to him? And I think for Stormy, I would just be like, you're safe and we love you. To be fair, I think that's the same thing I say to Kaylee. Stop protecting me. I'm good. Yeah. Whereas Drake would be like, you need to calm down. <laughs> Please calm. Please redirect your energies elsewhere. We love you. Calm down. I love that boy, but damn. He's crazy. He's a good boy. So, he loves Neil's the same. His mama. He loves Jesus and Elvis too. Wait, how does the song go? And now he's free falling. Okay, bye. Free. Sorry, you said it and like I did popped it. into my head. Anyways, Cadman is is like yelling for attention inside McKay's brain, mm-hmm. and finally he reached a breaking point, and McKay yells back, making everyone stop and look at him. And I'm pretty sure you literally hear a pin drop. Yeah, it's like what the fuck just happened to a voice no one else can hear, and he says that she needs to stop asking stupid questions and be a good little girly and be quiet. This is a part where I don't like McKay. Yeah, it's a rough... It's it's not... It's... It, yeah. It's not okay. No. She's like, fuck you very much. Mm-hmm. All of it. All of it. And eventually Weir calls his name and McKay snaps at her, thinking it was Cadman. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone thinks that maybe Zelenka should handle this on his own because clearly McKay's not fine. Yeah. And maybe should go see Dr. Heitmeyer. Yeah. I love the way she said. I, I've actually taken notes for when I'm the big bad boss yeah. in the house <laughs> where she goes, you should go see a Dr. Blah Blah. Who's Heitmeyer. Dr. Heitmeyer. 
And he's like, ah, blah, blah, I'm not going to go. And she's like, oh, that wasn't a request. Yeah, that wasn't an ask. Yeah. Um, I love that. It's just absolutely everything in that moment. The body language, the tone. Yeah. Because she doesn't get angry. She no. doesn't get loud. Nope. She doesn't get bigger. She's just clear. She's yes. just very clear. And I love that so much. And McKay goes off in a huff. To me, that's power. And it was, it's a fantastic moment from Weir. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I like Weir this whole episode because she is very sort of, she's not completely trying to dominate everything. No, she's she's coming into her leadership, if you yeah. will. She's like, wait a minute, it's not my job to just go along with whatever you assholes want to do. Yeah. It's my job to check you. But it's also this thing of not micromanaging everything. Oh, She's yeah. like, you people know what the fuck you're doing. Everyone here is hyper-intelligent. I'm yeah. just going to just sort of steer the ship from the outside. Yeah, here. and she just, it's, she just checks in. She just checks in with people. So as they walk, Cadman tells McKay to stop sulking and acting like a toddler. And McKay mm-hmm. blames everything on what just happened on Cadman on to just... You just had to be quiet while I was working, he mm. said. And yeah, no, that's, that's fuck not you. Yeah. Um, and she's like, you don't know what it's like in here. And McKay's like, no, I do. It's my brain. I like it in I, there. I like it's squishy and soft. Yeah, and smart. Yeah. And behind her, Katie Brown, or behind him, Katie yeah. Brown walks up with some plants. Behind them. Behind them, and Cadman's like, be cool, bro. Yeah. And McKay's like, yeah, I'm. I'm fine. Yeah. I, I, I'm talking. This is, is it Cyrano de Bergerac? Yeah, we. full Cyrano de Bergerac. Mm-hmm. And Cameron's like, you're talking on the radio. I'm talking on the radio. Yeah. Thank God she was there because he's clearly not a fast thinker. No. And yes, <laughs> I am looking forward to our date tomorrow night and it'll be great. And all that everything's fine. And, and Katie leaves and Cadman realizes this actually can be really good. Like, I can teach you a thing or two uh-huh. about women because you need it. Yeah, you could use some help. You need it. And McKay realizes this is his own form of personal hell. It, you know what it is? I wonder if Rodney has sisters. This is exactly he, what this relationship spoiler, is. Spoiler, he has one sister. This is exactly what this relationship is. Yeah. It's like, I'm now... And she clearly has siblings as well. Cause she, she just sets up right into the role. Listen, I'm barely close with my sibling mm-hmm. i don't want this to ever happen no that's what i'm saying it would be awful <laughs> would and you be would be like i'm just gonna fucking horrible. tell you what to do yeah no i don't want to be in anyone's brain that bad so next up ronan puts some soldiers through their paces and beats the shit out of them it doesn't yeah. take long john's like again one of the guys is like you do it again sir it's like, i don't wanna everything hurts and i'm dying um it does not look like Ronan throws his punches at all either. No, he's like, I'm all in. I don't know how to train. I just know how to win. I, and part of him is trying to show off a little. Part of it's probably trying to show off. And, like, he is he is ex-military, so he knows how to spar and to train. Yeah, I think to some degree there's a slight, um, what's the word I'm looking for? He's a little self-conscious because he's like, why should I, why am I being put through these spaces? I know I'm good enough, but am I good enough? So he's going to go hard. Well, he also knows as he talks about Taylor later, like, this isn't training. This is a test. You're trying to yes, see what I can that's do. Exa- yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I'm aware of this. Yeah. And that might put me in a heightened state already. Yeah. So Also, he hasn't sparred for seven years. Yeah. He hasn't pulled any punches for seven years. That's fair. Um, also, uh, fun fact. 
the guy who's like, hey, you know, yeah, you do this shit, John, um, is actually Lloyd Bateman, who has been uncredited in a whole bunch of episodes in SG-1. Yeah. Uh, it is real life Rachel's husband. Nice. Yeah. I like that. He's been in like a couple seasons, uncredited background person in a couple of, in like half a dozen episodes. They're like a Stargate family. They are a Stargate I family. I love it. Uh, in Heitmeyer's office, she's honest. No one in the goddamn galaxy is fucking qualified to deal with this, this shit. This is not a thing. This is not covered in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has spent time as a couple's therapist, and they both are quick to be like, we're not a couple. It's interesting that she takes it in that direction versus a split personality or yeah. multiple personality. Yeah. Um, but I guess it does make sense because one doesn't hold more weight than the other. No. It's not a fractured... It's not mind. a fractured mind. There's just two of them. And she Good gets time. all sciencey on McCain is like, well, in physics, a couple is a pair of, you know, force attracted in magnitude, but acting in opposite directions. Tension. Tension. They're, McCain's they're like, paradox. but we're not fucking equal forces. She's just a voice. This is my body. Mm. Is it though? And she, and, and Heimer's like, yeah, but how do we know she can't control your body? Yeah. You know, she has some access to parts of your brain. Maybe if you release control, she can have access to more of your body. Mm-hmm. And he has like, well, why would I do that? Do you think she she immediately goes to look at the penis when she has access to the body? Would you be curious? You would be curious. I would be curious. I would be curious. I don't know if it's the first thing I would do, though. Here's, here's what I would honestly be... The weirdest part for me would be like, how do I pee? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> so here's the thing. Honestly, I don't think I would until I had to go pee. That's fair. <laughs> Too much champagne. <laughs> yeah. I would just be like, how do I do the? Okay. Like, I think it, you figure it out. You figure it out. With, it's not difficult to figure out. No. Yeah. It's you aim and then you go. <laughs> or you don't aim. Or you're So needless to say, um... She, but but Heitmeyer is like, I mean, not only is it sort of the nice and polite thing to do, you also have to put in consideration if you were sharing her body, mm. what would you want to be as the non-body dominant person? Sure. And uh, he's like, takes him a second. But he finally relents going, yeah, I guess I'd want to <laughs> share the body. So he takes his time. And releases control. And when McKay talks, it's Laura this time. Oh, interesting. And with McKay's voice. Mm-hmm. And and she tries to move and she sort of raises McKay's hand, sort of wiggles the fingers. And yeah. then as soon as it happened, McKay's like, nope, nope, uh, that was weird. Yeah. I'm good. I'm done. Don't like it. Do not want. Um, But this, this progress won't be necessary, he says, if I can get Cadman out. If we can just get her body back, none of this is going to matter. Mm-hmm. And now that everyone's calmed down, I'm calm, Cadman's calm, let's just, let me get back to work. Let's all go be calm. So, John is now talking to, to, like, showing Ronan some earth weapons. Oh, sure. Well, they're at the gun show. Let's just say- In more ways than one. Does not take Ronan much time to figure out a P90. He's like, got it. Remember the time that I'm ex-military? Uh, doesn't take him long to figure out the 9mm. No. And- 
This guy is clearly impressing John. Mm-hmm. John has a giant bro crush on this guy. Oh, for sure. He's got like a giant woody. Like every time giant he shoots Giant bro crush on this guy. Yeah. He clearly has weapons training. Mm-hmm. Ronan, however, prefers his own gun. <laughs> which just blows a giant hole through the target. Yeah, and he like I mean, flips it back into his holster. And I mean, John can see why he would yeah, prefer Yeah, where do we get more of those? Weapon. Because needed. Yeah. I'm going to go fell some trees with it. <laughs> Back in the lab, uh, McKay and Zelenka huddle over a laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, and McKay's ready to start this. Zelenka's like, I don't know about this math. Can we look at this math again? He's like, no, it's fine. You probably should understand it. <sighs> and they start it up and explosions happen. Good times. McKay's like, we should have run more simulations. Ronnie's like, 2020 hindsight. Mm-hmm. Um, but Zelenka's like, no, dude, you should not be here. Yeah, go get the fuck out. Your calculations were wrong. And he shows in the laptop and McKay takes a second and you can see on his face he realizes that his math was, like, wrong. Yeah, super not good. Two minds are confusing him and he's doing more harm than good at this point. Well, the desperation, I think, is probably the biggest problem. The sense of, like, yeah. I fucking have to do this. Well, uh, it's like when you try to rush through something. Yeah, I think it's a contributing factor. Because we've sure. seen McKay works really well under pressure, actually. Yeah. I think this the, this high stress, and it's a little too much. I think it's, it's a, a combination. Yeah, it's a yeah. combination of both. That's fair. Uh, but there's no need to be mean to Zelenka. It's, there's never a need to be mean to Zelenka. No. In the hallway, John runs into McKay, and they're both up late. John wants McKay to know that he did he did give the order to shoot the dart down. Mm-hmm. And as much as McKay really wants to blame this on him, if the dart wasn't shut down, this could all be much worse. Yeah. And McKay and Cadman head off to get some sleep. And in Rodney's room, he just... Do they, though? <laughs> Sorry. I just Wait for it. In yeah. Rodney's room, he just drops a few things and then, like, face firsts into sleeping into his bed. <laughs> and just because you needed to confirm he was Canadian, uh-huh. there is a giant oversized, like, Tim Hortons. So it didn't take him long for his eyes to open. And he gets up in a way that is very clearly not McCain. No, something are different here. So what's really kind of fun is I read that Jamie Ray Newman would do these scenes. Okay. And then David would imitate them. That's awesome. Yeah. That makes me so happy. That's like when um, when um, Hermione uh, becomes Bellatrix Lestrange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, um, uh, what's her name? I, I know, it's in my fucking head. Name. The Queen. Helena Bottom Carter. Helena Bottom Carter imitated yeah. Emma Watson yeah, yeah, and yeah. Just, it's fucking beautiful. It's so good. I love, I love a good actor. Uh, and and she heads off. He yeah. heads off. Cad uh, K heads off. <laughs> Mc, McAdman? No. Cad no, K? Cad K. 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 That's the K. only one I thought of. Yeah. And we find Carson up late. Hmm. Drinking tea, I'm sure. With Getting some work done. Whiskey. Wearing a sweater. Yeah. We know how I feel about sweaters. Being sexy. And Cad Kate comes in super not McKay-like mm-hmm. and tells him that, you know, Cadman has a calming effect. I love the, the hand on the yeah. waist. Yeah. Uh-huh. The whole just... sass. There's just sass coming out of him. 
Um, and you know, between them, between the guys, McKay <laughs> is very lucky it was her. Yeah. And I mean, she can't hear any of this. Don't worry, she's sleeping. <laughs> And Carson admits that she seems quite lovely. Oh, and Carson. Cadman is squealed a little inside, you can tell. Uh-huh. And pats Carson's hand, leaving her hand there for a second. Before realizing that he's a, she's a McKay's body and like bros up. Yeah, gotta, gotta, gotta go hard. And asking Carson if he could ride shotgun on McKay's date with Katie Brown tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> so smart. <laughs> She's like, I just got us a double date. You're welcome. He's yeah. like, um, why? Yeah. Why? How come? And he's like, look, no mystery. I am terrible with women. And Carson <laughs> can cut me off. You can cut me off. You that can, like... should have been the tell. That it's not him talking. Because McKay would never admit to any like, of Carson, that. Like, Carson, you know that they I think Carson knows it's her talking. I don't think he does. I... I some part of my heart wants to say that he knows it was her pretending and he really likes her so he's gonna go with it but it's gonna be weird because it still looks like McKay um and and Carson's like um okay and and Cat K sort of bounces out of the room again Mm -hmm. so Rodney is now drooling again there's a lot of Rodney drooling in this episode he's a pretty he's a drooler um, I've been tired enough to where I drew before. It's wait, happened. I mean, I have too. <laughs> Emma wakes up, realizes he is not in his room anymore, mm-hmm. and he's naked. And he's <laughs> sleeping until 2 p.m. Yeah. And apparently McKay has a prescription mat- mattress. <laughs> of course he does. And Cadman admits that, you know, she took over while he was sleeping. Mm-hmm. It was a lot easier to do because you weren't conscious. I wonder what that's like because I know the mind suffers if it doesn't get rest. But, does like what happens to the body? Like I know it's. It, it, I'm wondering it, if it's like how dolphins sleep. Okay. Dolphins sleep with only half their brains at a time. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Weird. Because then they just kind of like swim in stasis, but they sleep with one brain, so they can still like keep track, and then the yeah. other brain sleeps. I want to learn to do that. Half my brain. Got and it. and also McKay's pants are across the room. <laughs> He tries to get up, tries to cover himself, mm-hmm. and Cadman's like, "Yeah, I've I've seen there's it. There's nothing. There's nothing to hide. You're Stop. fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's sorry. Do you, think, she's... do you think in private, like off off camera, he was like, "Hey, so how do I how do I compare? <laughs> do you think he asked that? I don't even know if McKay would ask that. I feel like everyone would ask that. Maybe? I would ask that. Maybe it'd be like to." I mean, how often are you in this situation? You've never been this close to any other person in the world. You'd be like, what do you think? I don't know. Because it's an unbiased opinion. It could be. Because we know that they're not interested in each other romantically. This could be true. He seems so repulsed at the idea that he has seen him, that she has seen him naked, though. Yeah. Here's Other than, like, your doctor, anyone else who's seen those bits is probably going to have a biased opinion about them. You know what I mean? They're going to be, like, for it, for the most part. So I I imagine that that's where you would ask. You'd be like, "What's what do you think? I can think. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> um, she's she's used to sleeping in the nude. Mm-hmm. He goes on about boundaries, but <laughs> she goes, trust me, it was more traumatic for me. Oh, poor girl. Uh, I mean, she could have left his underwear on. But if you're used to sleeping in the nude. Yeah, that's fair. 
And also your legs are burning because she went for a late night run. <laughs> and their bickering is adorable. She doesn't have an idea for something to do today, though. Back at the gym. It is my favorite scene in the entire episode. Ronan and Taylor sparring. Yes. And it is good. I think it's unfair what they do to Taylor because they catch her off guard. I think Taylor could have taken him out. But here's the under thing. The right circumstances. I don't think it's necessarily fair or unfair. He's like, we're sparring. Yeah. You looked away. Yeah. I took advantage of the situation. That's fair. Whereas Taylor's like literally a person walked in the room. We're no longer sparring. Yeah. But he's like, that's not like, that's not his framework yeah. of it. Yeah. That's fair. So John was late. So this sparring happens and she turns for half a second. He takes a chance, grabs her by the throat, sweeps the legs and takes her down. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long she'd kept him at bay for. Like, I wonder how long they'd been going where he's like, fuck, I don't see an in. You know what? It was probably longer than Ronan anticipated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I, I feel like Taylor doesn't get enough credit in this yeah. moment. Like, she didn't just go down. No. Like a punk. No. She, she's been she's been going at it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and John quickly goes and grabs Ronan's arm like, what the actual yeah. fuck, dude? Do you Ronan's... think Shepard's a little bit jealous? Yeah, 100%. Okay, good. But also, like, dude... Don't hurt her. Yeah. Uh, she. He's like, I, I would never hurt her. And I truly, like, Ronan, I truly believe, would never have hurt Taylor. Not on purpose, but he's in this place where he doesn't have... I think he goes into, to put it in d terms, a little bit of a barbarian rage. A little bit of a barbarian rage, yeah. Where I don't think, I absolutely agree, he would not on purpose ever hurt her. But his, his uh, limiter is gone. Yeah, maybe a little bit. See what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't think he would hurt her either. Like, I don't think he would aim to hurt her. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I think purposely. He would, yeah, I think if he saw that she was down, he would stop or whatever. But I think to some degree, he's been going so hard that he could hit her in just the right spot and take yeah. her out. Oh, yeah, like like an accidental injury. That's what I mean, yeah. yeah. And I definitely think that he realized early in that fight of going, oh, I don't have to hold back. Yeah. And yeah. so then took the throttle see what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. and uh she gets up and ronan just quickly leaves with his guards and Mm -hmm. taylor's fine she's like i told him not to go easy yeah and he's like you have to be careful with what you say around him yeah he's gonna take you for your word yeah yeah (laughs) um a little bit i think is 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 john's jealous he's like i'm your friend yeah i'm your spar partner yeah so back in Cadman's quarters, McKay is 100% not okay with Cadman tagging along on the date. It's happening. It's happening. Even when she's like, I will Serena Debergiac the shit out of this situation. You're going to love me for this. She yeah. reminds him that she was there for the early encounter with Katie Brown. Mm-hmm. Knows how awkward he was. Yeah. Maybe this is why this happened. Yep. Uh, she wants to do this. Mm-hmm. She's been extremely reasonable with this whole thing in comparison. Sure. And she can make McKay's life a living hell. They're doing this. End of story. Yeah, he doesn't have too much of a choice. No. She's like, I'm not tired. I'm not going to bed. Bye. Yeah. So in Taylor's room, uh, she is evening meditation stretching. Yes. In the splits on her bed when Ronan comes to the door. She found all of Teal's candles, by the way. Uh-huh. When she made it back. 100% went shopping she, at the Teal candle she's store. She's like, wait, we can do that? He's like, yeah, they never stop me. She's yeah. like, oh, fuck yes. I'm going to start doing all my candle tricks. Uh, And the way that Ronan 
is at this door is like the cover of a fucking romance novel. Yeah, yeah. He's doing, there's an old Dane Cook joke about the girl standing in the doorway. Yeah. He's doing that move. He's just like, let me take over the whole doorway. Yeah. And uh, he wants to apologize. She I mean, it's in. a very sexy scene. She's it's literally super in sexy scene. with candles. Uh-huh. Um, it's a little, like, yeah, yeah. The, Here's the, the thing. The heat. I don't necessarily see a ship of them in my head. No, I don't. However, you cannot deny how it would sexy be that moment really is. Really fucking hot if they Yeah, did. you cannot deny how sexy that moment is, regardless of whether they are attracted yeah. to each other or not. They're yeah. just two people who just emit they just their emit. sexiness. Yes. Like the heat in that room is not coming from the fire. No. <laughs> not at all. Yes, yeah. Um and I like she's like invites him in and, and upon the sparring she was like, Yeah, it was uh and she looks everywhere except for him. Impressive. Yeah. She were yeah. This is fine. So Ronan's not dumb. He mm. knows this is testing, not training. Right. And John's been putting him through and he wants to know why Taylor joined them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she's the one person who he could be like, why, why yeah. would it, why is this worth it? And she goes, look, my people are strong, and my people are very proud, but Atlantis is the best hope for everyone. Mm-hmm. And Ronan sees, you, she's like, you see that, or you would have left already. And this is, I mean, this is already the longest he's been anywhere in seven years. Right, right, that's true, because literally his name was Runner. Or he was a runner. I just whatever. have to pause for two seconds to vocally tell everyone how adorable my dog is right now. Curl <laughs> After up on the all couch. her yelling. Yeah. She's finally calmed down. She's freaking adorable right now with her head on a pillow sleeping. Like a human. Yeah. Like a little tiny human. Now so, she we're talking about her and her eyes open. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to listen. She's also psychic. With my giant ears. And see if they talk about treats. In Katie's room, mm-hmm. apparently... Shocker. No one told Katie that Carson was coming to dinner. <laughs> Poor or, Carson. Imagine this moment for him. He's like, hi, I'm just here to serve the wheel. Worst. What a good friend he is. I know. What no an one, incredibly No good one told friend. McKay he was going to be here either. No. Uh, Katie plays it real well. Uh-huh. I'm making new play setting for you. Yeah. Come on in. We'll just share. Everyone will eat a little bit less. McKay is like, what the actual fuck, dude? Yeah. yeah. And and Katie's prepared a multi-course meal. Uh, really glad that the Daedalus came to restock shit. Sure. To, like, wine glasses. Uh-huh. And planting you know, place settings. the important things, like alcohol. Here's the thing that in my head... Well, I think the wine they get, they trade That's for. That's fair. I would like to think that there's, like, one set of wine glasses or one they all share that they just they have to sign out it's like the camping ones that are like not breakable yeah and, yeah and so whoever keeps a supply checklist knows who is having a date at all times well i feel like also though like we always has one checked out and she's like this one's mine <laughs> fuck off i have long days every day this is my glass if i don't have this glass i'm gonna start drinking straight from the bottle you don't want me to drink straight from the bottle. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like the supply person always knows who's having a oh, date. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's... I, that would be me. I would be like, I want to be in charge of the supplies because I want to know who's checking this shit out. And then Who's I, checking out the boombox with the Bluetooth? And then I come to poker night mm-hmm. and then learn all the shit. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. To be fair, that's not far from our actual lives. That's kind of the truth, yeah. So, um... 
Also, like, again, it's small things like, they have way more time off clothes now. Mm-hmm. McKay's in, like, a suit jacket. That's probably the first thing he asked for. I want to look fancy and feel like a fancy man. So did everyone get, like, an extra suitcase of off-world clothes they to bring? They got, like, two sets of clothes aside from whatever they came with the first time. Okay. I think they each got allowed two, and so he went with, like... Probably a good loungewear, like something he can drink his scotch in his jammies. It's jammies. It's like Burton Ernie style jammies. Here's and then all I'm saying. I've seen sort of, and I don't know what they're called, but they have, it's those, you see them with military has them all the time. So those large, like over the shoulder bags yeah. that they transport everything in. Now, if everyone got one of those, I have packed one of those before. I can fit a lot of Oh, yeah. I mean, we went backpacking in Europe and we had three weeks of clothes in there. Yeah. And that's on not, top of all my meds. On top of all my scotch that I put in yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, if you give me a finite space and you don't weigh it, uh-huh. you it's, it's going down. would be amazed at the amount of shit that I will yeah, pack in that thing. It's a black hole. I like it. That's what I feel like those that came back on the Daedalus got. Yeah. They're like, whatever you can take. Whatever you can fit in this bag. Yeah. Um, game on. Lots of snacks. Oh, no, I'm not worried about snacks. I'm just going to eat a lot of snacks. I'm not worried about the snacks. I'll get the snacks in the Pegasus I Galaxy. I like a craving for a Bakewell tart. You know, to be fair, I do make Bakewell tarts. You do make Bakewell tarts. <laughs> okay, that's all. Um, anyway, so so McKay's in a suit jacket. Uh, it, Carson's looking very nice in his button-up. Yeah. Uh, Katie Brown looks adorable. Um, and we get to hear the first taste that Cadman now can control the body. Hmm. When McKay is awake. Mm-hmm. Because... Carson's like, you invited me. And he's like, did I? And he goes, yes. Yes, I did. Yep. She's like, I'm taking over. This is where we are now. So Sadler's dished out. McKay just dives in. Cameron's like, dude, fuck. No. Yeah. Fucking make a toast or something. Yeah. And so Thank he, God he's got her there. He makes a toast. Mm-hmm. It's adorable. It's very sweet. Carson is so awkward. It's stumbly and bumbly. That whole room is just awkward awkwardness. Everyone in that room is awkward. Thank in the God most adorable Katie's way. a little awkward too, because otherwise she'd be like, I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, she does that very quickly. She, she's just like, okay, uh, this is weird. Katie's eating it up. Oh, she just really likes him. Carson must be anywhere but here. Uh-huh. Um, Cadman ponders, like, not bad. Like, she's into you. That's a good step. We can work with this. Yeah. Stop drinking the wine. You're going to get drunk. Yeah. Wait. Just kidding. As Carson and Kate, like, Katie watch him chug a glass of white wine. That sounds awful. It sounds so disgusting. It's like, I'm just going to chug rubbing alcohol instead. I love wine. Do not chug white wine. Uh, any wine. Just, I don't think you should chug any wine. I, I don't think you should like chug wine. I have chugged red wine before. Oh, no. Either way, Cadman's like, actually, no, finish that wine. Get a little bit tipsy. It's going to mm. loosen you up. Good yeah. boy. And then I can take over. <laughs> and then they eat in awkward silence for a bit. Yeah. Until Cadman's like, I've had enough of this. And she stands up and she's like, I have something to say. With her hand on her hip. And... With that, like, well, he tries to make awkward conversations as well. Oh, sure. So that's when Cadman's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm going to just cop in here because you're dying. Yeah, so she stands up, 
hands on the hip. This is ridiculous. Looks at Katie and goes, look, I really like you. Mm-hmm. And I wanted Snake to be special, but for reasons I can't explain, I have to leave. Mm-hmm. And she goes, and, and you can see Katie's a little broken. Yeah, a little she's a little like, fuck, he doesn't like me. And Cat Kate continues, goes, look, I don't want there to be a question of my feelings. Mm-hmm. Super dig you. Super interested in you. Yeah. Super want to continue with this. Uh, and then takes her and dips her for quality first kiss. <laughs> I love this part so much. It's a good first kiss. Yeah. It sucks that McKay didn't get to be McKay part of it. McKay was not part of Basically, that kiss. Basically, uh, Cadman just kissed her friend. Yep. Um, and, then, and then Carson looks so uncomfortable. <laughs> There's a whole scene. He's Carson's like, oh, like... this is very strange. Why? Like, he's questioning his entire existence oh, right now. Everything. He's like, everything. I, don't, I don't know. Uh, and as Cad K leaves, Cadman takes Carson's face. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and then leaves. I love this moment. That may that might be the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> and it only gets better. And it only gets better. It's so good. Because yeah. again, does it register in Carson's head that that is Cadman? Here's what's funny. It's like in Carson's head, or imagine if you're in Jamie's head, like does that mean that McKay secretly is also in love with his friend and only can be turned on when they're both in that? Like, if I were Jamie, like, these are the things yeah. that would be going through my head. Yeah. Because she has no idea what's no idea. going on. She's like, he. I think he wants a threesome. You mean Katie? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I keep saying the wrong thing. I think Katie's like, does he want a threesome with <laughs> yeah, me know. and Carson? I know. I don't understand. I don't know how. I, I mean, Carson's okay, but I didn't think that's what I was into. Yeah, there's a lot so of a, there's a lot there's so a lot many. that goes. And you know what? All three of them are going to ignore this and never discuss it again. Mm-hmm. The this is where the tarot board comes in, I think, or is it yes. next scene? No, it's this scene because it's just the physical comedy of it all. Oh my god! If the beautiful. rest of this episode did not win David Hewlett the tarot award, the, the, we're here. We're here. Now. We're here. He wins it for this scene. Yes. McKay and Cadman fight over control of the body. Uh-huh. And it is genius acting on David Hewlett's part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he wants to go back. It's good space work. Good, like, mime college. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, no, we're not going to go back. They play paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> Cadman slaps him. Yeah. That's my favorite part. And as she walks away, McKay is called to the hangar, and McKay's like, that's us! Yeah, you stupid jerk. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. This single little scene, man. Mwah. Yeah, it's perfection. It really is the funniest part in the whole thing. It, the whole thing is just so uncomfortable, and then you get here, and you can just kind of release into the laugh of, like, how fucking dumb is it's this situation so good. Anyway. Good so, times. everyone else is here, mm-hmm. as well as two white mice. Yes. And Zelenka is pretty sure they have something. They tricked a generator into powering the systems. McKay mm-hmm. is anxious to see the test. Well, let's just say it didn't work. Yeah. It reminds me of the beaming scene from Galaxy Quest. It turned uh, inside out and right. then exploded. This is kind of not how it's supposed to do the thing. McKay laments this is never going to work and he's going to be stuck like this forever. Yep. In the control room, Weir doesn't think that having Ronan on the team is the best idea. Yeah. Uh, to John, 
it's like a perfect idea. He's like, this is my best friend now. I yeah. love him so much. This and, is my Chewbacca. And Weir's like, meh. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's kind of her answer. He's an incredible shot. Like, none of my guys can beat him. He's mm-hmm. ex-military. And she's like, yeah, but not Earth military. Right. There's a difference. We don't know how his That's the thing. It's like, how much does that matter? Well, we don't know what the code of conduct is. This is we true. don't know what the basic this is true. behind things are. But John's like, but he's ex-military. Mm. He knows how to follow orders. He shoot things. Yeah. Good. But make shiny. And he has to go. He, he has nowhere to go. He's mm-hmm. a lost puppy. Yeah. Please, can I keep it? And. That's basically what's happening. Where's like, look. He's not forthcoming. I know nothing about him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's like, what do you expect? He's running from the Wraith for seven years. Like, take the time. Go talk to him. Yeah. Which he has a point. Like, he hasn't come to you, but have you gone to him? Right. Back in Heitmeyer's office, mm-hmm. McKay wants an apology. And, and Kevin's like, I'm not fucking apologizing to you. Hmm. Katie points like, you did take his body without permission. And she's like, yeah, but he takes permission of the body all the time without asking. Right. He his response is, "It's my body. Yeah. I do what I want." Well, sure, but they're both stuck in it, and they continue to bicker until Kate has to break them up. Mm-hmm. In the gym, Rona is instructing some muscles on some new fancy knife work. When Weir comes in, um, yeah. So John, like. Didn't necessarily have the full rights to just, like, say you're on She's honesty. like, look, I know John likes you, but I don't know how I feel about you, and yeah. I'm the boss. And he's like, okay. Yeah, basically. His answer's like, okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Don't care. Uh, he, she's like, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't think that you couldn't contribute. It's just a really big decision, and I want to know how you feel. And he's like, I mean, I'm considering it. Yeah. I can't imagine how frustrating a personality like that would be for me super frustrating for yeah. me yeah um and so he's she's considering it too they're both thinking about it they'll keep each other in touch mm-hmm. and some really awkward okays yeah and rona goes back to teaching knife fighting yeah okay gotta go now play stabby stab time still in heitmeyer's office Ugh. kate doesn't even know what to do with this fucking level of bickering from no. two people yeah. who share a body what is she gonna do with these people they're just yeah I don't know. Also, how She's hard like, is it? I've been in over my head from the fucking beginning. But also, she can only hear one of them. Right. Right. Or if she can only, t- she can't tell yeah. who's talking. Yeah. Yikes. So, um, and, and Cadman's like, look, you don't always get to get the inside the mind of a woman and learn something. So you should be taking advantage of that. But from no, M.A.K. yells back that he never wanted to get inside a woman's and he starts convulsing. Yeah. Yikes. And Kate That's not good. knows what to do and helps him to the ground. Mm-hmm. Hauls Carson. In the infirmary, it was a seizure. Apparently the constant fighting over dominance of the brain is tearing them apart. Yeah. And it's Carson isn't sure how long they can keep going. And it's just going to keep happening now mm-hmm. more and more often. And sadly, it's not as easy as just Cadman stop taking control. Um, Kate goes, one of you has to let go entirely. Damn. So McKay wonders what would happen to the one who lets go. And Carson doesn't know. Cadman's like, I know what's going to happen. I felt it. They're going to disappear. 
I can feel it happening already. Everything she's everything she's trying to do is getting harder and harder for her to do. Um, and McKay's been feeling it too, but he thought it was just happening just from fighting Carson. Um, and Zelenka's there as well. They've gotten the mice trick to work, mm-hmm. but sort they of. didn't survive long. Kind of. Not the best. Um, and Carson is worried that if one of them doesn't let go, they're both going to die. Yeah. Which is the shitty part, and it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, I think in Cadman's place, I would do the same thing. Yeah. I'd be like, it's not my body. It's what not my body. What am I going to do? Yeah. And one of McKay's hands rises, and Carson's like, I don't know which one of you raised your hand. Yeah. Shit. <sighs> so, times. later, Carson and, and Kate are just, are discussing things to the side, and McKay tells Cadman that she doesn't have to do this. And she's like, bitch, please. Like, yeah, you're going to fucking fuck do it? Do? Like, yeah. come on. It's your body, and as much as she doesn't want to admit it, he's more important to the mission than she is. Mm-hmm. And McKay cuts her off. That's not true. Yeah. Okay. It is true. It and is. And you know it's true. And if we weren't in this situation, you would be the first to like, say Like, it's, it's one of those things where everyone... While you want to say everyone is equally important... Some people matter to... Yeah. Some people are more useful than others. Yes. So Cadman calls Carson um, for something to write things to write with. Sure. She's going to say goodbye to her family. Mm-hmm. She wants McKay to deliver it next time he's on Earth. Mm-hmm. He's not sure when he's going to be back. Um, and he starts talking about the gate, and the gate actually reminds him he's like, of wait of minute. something. You know, the gate dematerializes you when you step through it, and maybe they could use one of the crystals from the gate to integrate it with the dart and build a stable system. Dun, 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 dun. He goes to get up. Carson's like, uh, no, dude. He goes, no, I have to get this done before the next seizure. Mm-hmm. So in the hangar, Rodney is uh, cosplaying from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> in his bathrobe. Uh, they get the system up and the simulations work. And Zelenka would like to test this more. But no. McKay's like, no, I no don't want to die yeah. while you fucking no test time. shit. Yeah. Or you go round up more it mice. It says a lot about McKay's heart. where he, Because at the end of the day, he would have been fine. If well, Cadman lets go... If Cadman lets go, he would have been fine. That's what I'm saying. So it yeah. says a lot about his character, where he's like, that's not enough. Yeah. So as much as he exists in the space of self-preservation, he also doesn't. He also gives I mean, a lot of shits about the people We've had him. a few cases where it is clearly evident that McKay has more of a heart than he puts on. Than he will, would like anyone to believe. That he, yeah. he will fight tooth and nail to deny he yeah. has that heart. Yeah. But it's there. Um, and Cadman's like, uh, dude, is this the best yeah. idea? And and he's like, don't talk me out of this because you might succeed. Yeah. Um, Cadman actually just wants to say thanks. Yeah. Aww. And McKay was actually going to say that this experience was... Something? I'm sure something that everyone shows up before he can finish that yeah. sentence. And... John's like, um, didn't all the mice die? Shut up, John. We're not going to talk about that part. We're also is like, this doesn't seem like the safest thing. We're just like so tired at this point. Yeah. I'm dealing with everything. She's like, fuck this. And, uh, and Zelenka's like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not, but we're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. McKay steps back against the wall, and him and Cadman 
uh, make some peace with each other. Mm-hmm. And McKay is ready, and everyone should get the fuck away from this. Zelenka's like, back, back up. But first, <laughs> get the fuck out of there. Uh, and right as Zelenka is about to hit the button, Cadman puts Rodney's finger up. One moment. Yeah. Please hold. And she turns. This is going to get real awkward. And she walks to Carson. Mm-hmm. And she grabs him by the lapels. Oh, no. And it is a good snog. Oh, no. Oh, it's a good <laughs> snog. What? Poor Carson. What is going through poor Carson's mind? And she goes, just in case this doesn't work. Ah. Okay. He, at this point, has to know it's not Rodney. What if he's, like, doesn't know? Because, no, it's because of what happens late at the very end of the episode. Yeah. I think he's, he, like, he this knows. is super awkward because it is McKay physically, but yeah. he knows inside. It doesn't compute in that instance. It's, it's so gross. It gives me the Like, not, because he just, it's his friend who he yeah. doesn't think that way. Yeah. Like, it would be like, like no, 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 me no, no. coming up to you and snogging like, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, it's just so strange. Yeah. Poor Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And McKay immediately takes over, releasing Carson, and just, I, he, he, like, he blue screens. Yeah, <laughs> basically, what else, what else do you do in that He moment? blue screens. Oh, no. He's like, just hit it. <laughs> just, I mean, Carson's reaction in the background is like, oh, oh. He's, like, grossed out and simultaneously super pumped. Like, Carson's also blue screened. That's what I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> Zelenka beams them both up. He has two life signs. Yeah. And then beams them back. <gasps> and there is a Cadman. The end. Uh, and they both collapse. The end. Carson gets them to the infirmary. And in the control room, John Legend. Everybody is... makes out. Now those four can just have a foursome. They, yeah. We've all been there. Exactly. There's no more boundaries left across. Nope. Yep. Let's do it. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> no. Not even on Carson's. See what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's a doctor. Fuck it. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Um, in the control room, John nudges Weir on Ronan. She's like, look, I don't want to just say yes because you know I'm going to say yes. He's going to be your responsibility. That's your puppy. You better walk him. You, you better, better walk make, make up his shit. And you better feed him. <laughs> yeah. That's basically Emphasis what Emphasis on probably picking up his shit. Yes. Yeah. Metaphorically Destroy speaking. Destroy his messes. Yeah. So in the infirmary, McKay wakes up drooling again. Here's Cadman, but doesn't see anyone in the bed next to him. Mm-hmm. And before he can freak out too much, she's like, I'm on the other side of you, dude. <laughs> dumb, dumb. Carson is next to her. They're doing great. Yeah. Both feel a little less crowded. Carson's getting a little romantical. Uh, Zelenka is next to McKay. The plan worked. Yay. And... He's getting romantical, too, in their own bro way. <laughs> and John compliments Cadman on surviving what would be his personal nightmare. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine John and McKay sharing? They would just immediately go into seizure because the minute they would just both fight immediately. Yeah, the second they hit consciousness. The seizures would have happened way sooner. Because it would just be constant, like, tug of war. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, he would have run himself into a wall. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like, whatever it took. 100%. Yeah. Yikes. So Weir's about to leave them, um, but actually they want some time alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. 
Uh, and as everyone leaves, Carson gives Cadman an extra hand squeeze. Aww, I mean, listen, like listen, her. listen. It could just be that Carson has really good bedside manner. No, it's manner. not. They're going out <laughs> after this. But somehow the kisses will never match up to the first one. Because the first one was great. Um, and then they fade out. <laughs> And this was a really fun episode. It was a it's just super fun. fun episode. It's just fun more than anything else. Yeah. Um, Tara Award to David Hewlett. Hundred percent, David Hewlett. <laughs> Good job. Um, what's the girl's name? Jamie. Jamie Ray Newman. Jamie Ray Newman gets some sort of award too because to not be there physically and still yeah. have that much presence, right on, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred uh, percent. That was really fun. They get to share the Tara Award much like, like they shared a brain. Dun, 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 dun. It's a duet. Oh, Tara Award. Uh, that was fun. I want to get to the next things, and I want to keep drinking, so I'm not going to make people listen to us anymore. <laughs> well, the next episode, so we're going to have, like I said, a little break. we have a couple fun holiday uh, episodes holiday coming times. your way. Yeah. We The next episode we're going to be covering is SG-1, The Powers That Be. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, it was the ties that bind, and now it's the powers that be. Yeah, and I always confuse the titles too. Um, right on. We'll see you guys with some holiday specials soon. Uh, until then, they will be better than the Star Wars holiday special. We promise. <laughs> will they? Though it's a, it's a high they? bar. Uh, <laughs> until then, find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us on Facebook. There's no place like Terra. Email us at there's no place like Terra at gmail.com. and patreoncom slash there's no place like Terra. Also, we want to give a slight shout out to Stargate Command, yes. who wonderfully pointed out and propped up all of the Stargate podcasts, which is recently. really fucking cool. Yay! That I meant to wear my shirt and I can't find it. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm gonna we find gave you it. that one. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna wear it next time. Um, we love you guys. Holy shit! Bye, bye. Slunge to all of you. Salud.